This is the Rich Eisen Show. Do you think enough kids these days know who Jerry Rice is? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Jerry Rice, he had 118 catches in the playoffs. Travis Kelsey just passed Rice. He's got 156. Today's guests, host of the Greenlight Podcast and two-time Super Bowl champion, Chris Long. ESPN Sports Center host, Scott Van Pelt. Emmy Award-winning actor, Eric Stone Street. USC head coach, Lincoln Riley. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We've made it, everybody. Woo! We've made it. And I'm not referring to the Super Bowl. I'm talking about coming to work. <laughs> I mean, in Los Angeles when it lying, rains. Brother. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, but when it rains, it pours in terms of football. It's Super Bowl week and not just any week. Las Vegas, Nevada, where, you know, they do things to excess. And uh, the Super Bowl is all about excess and hyping it. It's all about that. And we're going to Las Vegas, Nevada this week. We're doing our shows right here from the Rich Eisen Show studios in rainy Los Angeles uh, on this day and then uh, tomorrow. And then after tomorrow's show, we're all taking a flight to Las Vegas and we will be setting up shop in the Super Bowl experience for the rest of this week, getting you ready for the big game right here on the Roku channel, this Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio Affiliate, Sirius XM, Odyssey, and more. We still have lots of work to do with an overreaction. Monday podcast, Susie Schuster and Amy Trask have got a What the Football. Uh, their guest this week is Chris Fowler. Uh, you might be sitting there saying, Rich, uh, wh- why are they having on the, the voice of college football? He's uh, not just the voice of college football, uh, but uh, as you know, he's called some uh, professional football games for the worldwide leader in sports. He is the voice of the international feed. So every other country but ours will be listening to Chris Fowler uh, <laughs> with the call of Super Bowl 58 from Las Vegas. And um, so Susie and Amy will have him on. And we're just basically throughout everything that we do here this week, getting you ready for the Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the 49ers. Today's guests are a two-time Super Bowl champ in Chris Long. He will be first up. Scott Van Pelt, fresh back from Orlando, Florida, where he was hosting uh, ESPN's coverage of the Pro Bowl weekend. He's in uh, in hour number two. Uh, Eric Stone Street will be up in hour number three on this program. He's a diehard Chiefs fan. I guess he's a uh, two-time Super Bowl champ himself last year, and then Patrick Mahomes' his first year uh, in the Super Bowl. And then Lincoln Riley is the head coach of USC football. He'll be joining us uh, just as we're going out the door. He's in Las Vegas already. And uh, uh, his assistant, offensive assistant, just got named the new offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders, and they are second on the clock, as close uh, as you can get without sitting first overall. This just in, we're always going to help you uh, with such things. Um, And Caleb Williams is in this year's draft, Hmm. and so there's that. Interesting. You don't say. Boy, are we going to have a lot to talk about on this program. (laughs) With you as well, 844-204-RICH being the number to dial, so get him while the getting's good. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you? Rich, I'm dry. I'm ready to go. It's Super Bowl week. DJ we, Mikey we D is in D's nuts, is driving to Las Vegas, <laughs> so I imagine he's collecting animals by two in his ark as he's floating there. I, I, I can't imagine what the 15 looks like right now. Hot mess. So, I don't want to do it. Best of luck, Mikey, if you're listening. Is that why you were laughing at the top of this program, Jason <laughs> yeah. Feller? Okay, good enough. Is right, Mike is listening right now? Does he have us on? Please. In the car? He doesn't have a song when he's here. I, I, just, <laughs> I don't have 
outstanding response. Just an absolutely outstanding response. Uh, T.J. Jefferson, good to see you. You got don't open that umbrella in here. That's bad. No, that's I'm, I'm, bad beyond, luck. I'm not going to open it. I'm beyond the point of thinking this is bad luck. But I do need uh, a cockatoo and a calf to finish getting the animals oh, well, up well, on the earth. So if you have one, how's your back? Are you ready for Las yeah, Vegas? Dude, it's still on? it's doing a lot better. My okay, man Lance great. over at Therapy hooked me up, and I hung, Benny Blade yesterday hooked me upside down on this table and, <laughs> and stretched out my spine. Oh, really? I got to admit. Now it, Benny is your my barber. Yeah. Okay. Benny, man, you got to back in the day. Back in the day, you know, barbers used to put leeches on you to get healthy. <laughs> That's true. So Good I point. guess why not go to a barber? Point. Benny hooked really? me up with a, just a bomb egg sandwich you... for breakfast, and, and he <laughs> gave me the fade, and then he hooked, hooked me up with the inversion table. Good to know. My back does feel better. Very so good. Okay. Yeah. I sound like Larry David, which who returned to HBO last night in Max. Siri. Okay. Um, okay. It's Mahomes' world. We're paying rent. In it. Okay. Listen, everyone, I understand you might be sick and tired of hearing about Patrick Mahomes. Too bad. <laughs> uh, honestly. Um, and uh, you might be sick and tired of hearing about the Chiefs in general. Uh, it's too bad. And if you're uh, sick and tired of hearing about Taylor Swift, oh boy. Uh, she won Album of the Year for the fourth time, a record fourth time last night. And just so casually dropped eh, that she's got a new album coming out not? in two months. You know what? Because, <laughs> because you know, when, uh, I, I, when, when you're... Uh, on a tour uh, around the world, why not uh, create a new album? All right. So, too bad. And Niners fans are out there saying, we can stop the conversation. And yes, you can. Yes, you can. You've got to take Mahomes and put his ass on the turf in Las Vegas, Nevada. Period. End of story. That's what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did to him. And that's what you need to do to him. And they are equipped to do it. They are equipped to do it. The last time they faced him in the Super Bowl, it was four years ago, last Friday, by the way. And they had a 10-point lead on this guy with seven minutes to go. 20 to 10 was the score of Super Bowl 54. And then they scored 21 unanswered, the Chiefs did, to win it. And this is the last time they played each other when Patrick Mahomes was a mere pup. He walked into that Super Bowl in Hard Rock Stadium in South Florida. Just three and one in his playoff career. That's it. Would you, if you want to, while we're strolling down memory lane here, do you know who was the uh, first guy Patrick Mahomes beat in the playoffs? I'll answer it for you. His name was Andrew Luck. Ah. Isn't it amazing Andrew Luck played four years ago? Feels like 19 at any rate. Then Mahomes lost in the AFC Championship game to Tom Brady. Returned to the playoffs the next year, and it looked like this team that got a bye and hosted a divisional round game against the Houston Texans looks like they were going to get bounced and Mahomes was going to get sent under 500 in his playoff career as Houston led 24 to nothing in that game. And then Mahomes led at halftime anyway, 28-24. Then comes the AFC Championship game against the Tennessee Titans, which led Mahomes by 10 points in the second half, and Mahomes won that game anyway. And that's how he went into the Super Bowl. Totally vulnerable, it appeared. 
because here was a kid just learning his way into the second season and wriggling off the hook a little bit in the divisional round and in the AFC championship game. And here he was down 10 with seven minutes to go in the Super Bowl. And he won. And that kid who went into the Super Bowl three and one in his playoff career is now 14 and three in his playoff career. And as we learned in that playoffs, he has quite the knack for coming back in playoff games in which he's trailed by seven or more points. How about this statistic? Just to give you a sense of the air of invincibility that Mahomes now has surrounding him in his playoff career. We could, you know, mention how he now has 13 playoff wins since 2019. That's the most playoff wins in a five-season span in NFL history. Two other five-season spans, just a little bit worse than him. Tom Brady from 2016 to 2020 and 2014 to 2018. Brady was 12-2. and two. In those stretches, Mahomes is 13-2 and two in his five-game stretch. He needs two touchdown passes in the Super Bowl to pass Peyton Manning for fifth all-time. But if he does that, he passes Kurt Warner and Steve Young, two of our guests in Vegas this week, for the fifth most touchdown passes in the history of the Super Bowl. But here's the stat. Because if the Niners do what they couldn't do in their two games to reach these reach the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, which is take a lead, not fall down and come back, take a lead and get Mahomes down by a touchdown or more again. This is the stat. Patrick Mahomes, in his playoff career, in which the Chiefs have trailed by seven or more points, is eight and two in those games. Think about it. Think about it. Right? You keep hearing about in the playoffs, you need to be 10, 15, 20% better than you are in the regular season. Man, oh man. He's 8-2 and two in those games. Now, they didn't trail by 7 against Miami in the wild card round, and they didn't trail, as we know, at all in Baltimore. They did fall down by 7 in Buffalo. They were down 10-3 to three in the divisional round game, which gave him a 10th career playoff game in which he's trailed by at least a touchdown or more. And the reason why we're mentioning the number 10 is because when you use that metric since 1950, every other quarterback to start at least 10 games in which he's trailed in the playoffs by at least a touchdown, forget about eight and two. None of them, nobody has a record even above 500. (laughs) Yeah. This is what jumps off the page at me. Mahomes is 8-2. and two. Again, we always do the math for you. That's an 800 winning percentage in games in which he's That's trailed good. in the playoffs yeah, by yeah, at least a touchdown. Yeah, really. Tom Brady played 21 such games in his career. He's 10-11 and 11 in those. Hmm. Elway, 6-7. Breeze, 6-8. Joe Montana, who we're seeing in Las Vegas as well, 4-6. That's the air of invincibility that this kid who was down in his first Super Bowl season 
by at least a touchdown in every single game, divisional round, AFC Championship, Super Bowl. He won them all, and he started showing us what beats inside. And here's the eventual point to start this week about Mahomes. And don't worry, Niners fans, we'll be fair and balanced throughout the weekend, throughout the week, too. We caught, as I mentioned, Steve Young, Joe Montana, just as guests. But I want to just point out what we're witnessing here and what the Niners have in front of them is this team that Mahomes is bringing into the playoffs. And I'm no Chiefs kingdom will be like, what are you talking about? It's the truth. By every metric, the worst team that Mahomes has had. Period. And the pushback you might be giving me. Oh, this this defense, whatever. I'm talking about these stats. Because Andy Reid, alongside Mahomes, is heading, as we know, first ballot Hall of Famer. Among Andy Reid's five Super Bowl teams now. Five. Okay? Philadelphia, and then what he's done in, in, uh, in Kansas City. Among his five Super Bowl teams that he's had, the 11-6 and six record, worst. The points per game, 21.8, worst for Reed. Did you know that the turnover margin the Chiefs have is minus 11? And if they win on Sunday, wow. that would be the worst turnover margin by a Super Bowl champion ever. Wow. The 07 Giants that shocked your Patriots had a turnover differential of minus 9. Mahomes is overcoming all of this with obviously the defensive help as a defensive unit that is championship quality. But even with championship quality, their turnover differential this season was minus 11. Their point differential was only plus 77. That's the worst of any of the Andy Reid Super Bowl teams. McNabb and T.O. and Tyreek and Mahomes, Kelsey, for four of them? They better, the Niners, get up, take a lead, and hang on. Because here comes the best comeback quarterback in the history of the playoffs. Eight and two after you get him down by a touchdown. Mm. Including this Niners team that had him down by 10 with seven minutes to go. Unbelievable what we are witnessing, which is the way I wanted to start this week. So much to discuss. Our four guests today, Scott Van Pelt, hour two. Eric Stone Street, hour three. We've also got on this program, Lincoln Riley of USC football, hour three. Coming up, Chris Long. And some news on my charity run, because we always kick it off Super Bowl week. We'll do that as well. You at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. And I've got the top five mind-blowing results of Super Bowl 58. When we come back, Chris Long will be here on the Rich Eisen Show, live on the Roku channel and more. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. 
And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, OOO O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com Eisen. Back here, Chris Long's going to join us shortly uh, on the program. Um, so we, there's a couple things we need to talk about, too, is whatever the hell's going on with the Lakers <laughs> and the NBA as well. No idea. Didn't we bury them last week? And, well, uh, I mean, everybody's won, buried them. one two in a row against the two, Everyone's buried two best home teams in the NBA, pretty much. Yeah. Boston and New York. Wow. I'm looking at Schefter right now live on TV, and that dude has a 5 o'clock shadow literally at 5.01. <laughs> And I, I don't think he shaved today. Also, I, I get that he's, we got it on too. I, I get that he's in a hotel or something. But I don't know on, if man. Like, just stack some books. Someone just walked I by. I don't think so. No, he, he <laughs> I don't know. I, I, listen, Is that his I, house? You think that's his house? I have no idea. I told him. I've told him multiple times. I've given him, I, I, I gave no, I him know, our setup. Normally he's in the office and he's got I a don't know. great setup. Uh, he must be in Vegas. I don't know. He must be. I don't know, but. Like I said, looking down is just never, never good for this. I just, well, the Niners are not pleased pleased with their practice field, huh? <laughs> no, really, dude. I don't know where they are. Uh oh. I'm leaning San Francisco, but Taylor Swift winning last night and announcing an award, and it was her 13th Grammy win. I mean, the Chiefs are winning. Right? Well, you know, everything's 13, right? Right. Like I brought up last week. Two eleven, right? February eleventh. Well, just, yeah. Come on, right? Ugh. Brock Purdy wears thirteen. Brock Purdy wears thirteen. The number one hundred minus thirteen is eighty-seven. Kelsey's jersey, right? Uh, I mean, it, it, I mean, Lawan ran through all the the numerology. Oh, he did. That's right. Going, and then chose the Niners. And then picked the Niners, which is the way I want to lean. But gosh, there's just so much in the stars for KC right now. Well, Lawan okay. ran through all the numerology for pointing towards the Chiefs. And the next day I brought up that you could also apply that to Brock Purdy. So. Sure, that's true, too. Maybe it's just his time. Do I not? Yeah. 
serious people. All right, very good. You're right, Logan. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Chris Long is logging in as we speak. Let's go to Terzo in Iowa. What's up, Terzo? Are you fired up or what? Your Niners are going to the Super Bowl. Rich, I, I'm extremely excited. It's kind of the the law before the storm here, to be completely honest with you. You know, because like you said, Mahomes is the is the man, right? Yeah. And I don't ever want to hear him say that he's an underdog, sir. You were out of that category. Never again do I want to ever hear that come out of his mouth. Because when he's on the field, he can change the game. So, no more underdog speak, because that's that's just who you are. Um, I have a good feeling about the Niners. Um, just hoping at this point that, well, like you said, the practice field doesn't become an issue because um, I don't want anything to happen to anybody, knock on wood, prior to the game. Mm. Good point. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't think the um, – I don't know if they're unhappy with it considering they're considering other options, huh? I just heard about this. That's, yeah, I, I, I saw a tweet go out earlier about it as well, too, and so I don't know. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just happy that we're here. And I want us to I want us to make up for that loss in 2020, um, hmm. that 10 point lead because that still sticks with me. And I'd like to see Shanahan be able to get this monkey off of his back because you know he's a great coach and and I believe he deserves this one. Unbelievably, um, Terzo, you know, the number that we saw is again and when he was the OC for Atlanta in that loss, and I believe um, you know a gentleman who's about to call us uh, played in that game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then the Super Bowl we just referred to, zero points for his offense in both of those fourth quarters. Zero. Thanks for the call, yep. Terzo. You be well. That's Terzo hey, and I. will call back yeah, this week. Appreciate it, Rich. You got a brother. Hey, uh, joining us now, two-time Super Bowl champ and the host of Greenlight Pod as well. Here is Chris Long back on the program. How you doing, Chris? Rich, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm not bad. Getting ready to go to Vegas for... Five days. What could go wrong? What is your what is what's your Super Bowl memories when uh, somebody says, "Hey, man, you played in you know you got two rings." What do you what do you think of when you think of those rings, uh, Chris? I think of um, man, they're so different individually. You know, um, New England was like I was ring chasing, right? You know, like so many guys that go up and sign with New England, and it just worked out. It was like playing playing the craps tables or whatever and, and, and hitting it right. Um, I don't play craps, so I wouldn't even know how to <laughs> land the metaphor, but um, it's just picking the right team and ended up in the right situation. And, you know, right down to 28, three thinking about half that game being the worst hour of my professional life. And then the greatest 15 minutes to that point of uh, my life in professional football. And then, you know, Philly's a totally different deal where no one expects it. Um, I know we're the one seed, but everybody's hurt. Um, we've, we've got Jason Peters down. We have Darren Sproles down. We obviously have the quarterback down. And so just two totally different situations. But when I think about them, like looking back, I think about the fact that it was impossible to soak it in. It just happened so fast. And no matter how hard you try to soak it in, it's like gone in a flash. And, you know, it does change your life forever winning those things, but there's a huge risk, right? Going to the Super Bowl is you could lose it. And it was described to me by Rob Ninkovich, I think on the bench down 28-3 or something like that. 
was like, dude, trust me, you would rather go in 16 than get to a Super Bowl and lose. Um, it's the worst feeling in the world. So I just think about the gravity of every single play. I just think about, like, you can almost, you can almost smell it, the intensity in the air when you play in a Super Bowl. So it was, it was, it was wild. My senses were on fire the whole game. It was crazy. Yeah. By the way, it's the seven year anniversary of that Super Bowl, 28 to three. And then you guys flipping that script, you know, and unreal. What, what is a Belichick Super Bowl speech like? Um, what was that? To be honest, and maybe, you know, maybe some guys who were on the team will give you a better answer, but I don't remember. <laughs> I barely remember the pregame speech. I don't remember what he said. Now, I remember at half, we were down 28 to three, um, or whenever we were down 28 to three. And he literally just made it about making one play at a time, you know, which is, I think people, a lot of coaches, you imagine coming in in passion, cussing people out, you know, we got to do this, we got to do that. He was literally about getting one stop at a time, doing the things right that we weren't doing right offensively. Um, and for me, being so conditioned to losing my whole career, you know, being a two and 14 guy, being a one and 15 guy, coming from where I came from, you can't learn how to be a winner in those situations. I was not a winner. You know, I was a real good player and all that, but I wasn't a winner. I didn't understand winning and I didn't understand because it gets reinforced in your head all the time. When something happens, something's going to go wrong. Like you get to that point in the game, I'm used to something going wrong and being down 28 to three, I have never seen it turn out the way it turned out for us that day. So there were guys in there that at the time I thought were faking belief. <laughs> hmm. I was like, there's no way y'all really believe this. I mean, I'm going to bust my ass until the final whistle because I have a lot of pride and, and that sort of thing. I'm actually used to, this is my forte, playing down 28-3, but not winning down 28-3. So it was wild. And just his very matter-of-fact, um, you know, breakdown of what happened in the first half. It wasn't over the top. We just went out there and executed. Chris Long here on the Rich Eisen Show. What was Brady like? on the sideline down 28-3. You were down 21-3 at half, and then obviously 28-3 famously against seven years ago today. Um, well, I stayed away from him when we were down. You know, and I, I was like, this is probably the last 30 minutes that I spent with Tom Brady. I don't want to ruin it trying to walk up and give him a pat on the back when he's not in the mood for it or something like that. We just, on defense, we were so concerned with just getting a stop because in that first half, we couldn't even get to third down. You know, I think about like, I, at that point was the third down guy. You know, I was playing inside a lot on first and second down, like in a three technique and that sort of thing. And I didn't love it, but I was willing to do it to be a part of that team and chase the ring. But eventually Bill in the playoffs made me a third down guy. And I was fine with that. Okay. So I'm going to get like 20, 25 snaps in this game. You wait your whole life playing this game. The first half goes off. I think I played in, two plays in the first quarter maybe because we could barely get to third down. And the first one I got in, I actually hyper extended my knee and chipped a little piece of bone off that mm. I worried about later, but like a little fragment. And um, I can just remember being like, this is going to be the worst night of my life, huh? Like mm. in, in the second quarter, like I'm barely playing. We're down big. Doesn't look like we're ever going to be rushing the passer. So I'm legitimately going to quit football after this game. Like I'm done. I hate football. 
you know, it's like, what a sick joke. You'd rather just kept me in St. Louis. You know, we, we, I, I should have, they should have kept me and moved the team and I, I could have gone three and 13 again. Cause that would be, as Ninko said, better than this. And then the, the flip, the, the flipping of that switch was high tower. Uh, and it was really them messing up that protection early in the second half. And once they messed that protection up and high tower went in unblocked and we forced a turnover, it was like, everybody knew, okay, now it's not like a dream. We can actually beat these guys. We can come back and beat these guys. Chris Long here on the Rich Eisen show. And um, I just mentioned in the fourth quarter of that game, no points for the Falcons offense in the fourth quarter of the previous Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the Niners, no points in the fourth quarter there. And that's part of the story for Kyle Shanahan coming into this game. Is there anything of that fourth quarter seven years ago today that you um, were on the defensive side of the ball and the play calling that we saw there and then maybe the play calling that we saw four years ago last Friday in the previous Super Bowl, is there any through line that you think might affect what we see this coming Sunday, Chris? Well, I don't think anybody's going to be up 28 to three. You know what I mean? And I don't think anybody's going to be building some big lead. Um, I really think it's going to be a good football game. I definitely lean chiefs, but I think about the fact that a week ago, getting off script a little bit here, Dan Campbell got burned by those fourth down decisions, you know, like, and people made a big deal about it, like making bad decisions, blowing a 17-point lead. And I actually don't think they were the worst decisions in the world, okay, like because of what we talked about on the show last week. We mm-hmm. don't need to go backwards. But the point is, Kyle Shanahan has been in a similar situation on a bigger stage. And uh, I think it's pretty remarkable that he was able to get back and then now get back again. And I know, I'm sure, he came out of that game and at least in part blamed himself. I know Dan Quinn's the head coach at that point, but – when you're up eight points with about four minutes to go in plus territory, matter of fact, you're in, on like the fringe, I believe. You're you're like 30, 25-yard line. I can't remember. But they end up giving up a sack and a hold, and that knocks them out of field goal range. They're throwing the football. And so I don't know how Kyle thinks about that. You know, I don't know if Kyle thinks about it in a different way than Dan might. I think Dan looks at those decisions he made last week and he's steadfast in the fact that this is who we are. We, th- we, we, we go for it on fourth down. We remain aggressive, but that wasn't even an aggressiveness thing. I think had they kicked the field goal in that situation, there's no chance we win that game. They go up 11, about three minutes to go in a Super Bowl. Um, so I, I felt for Kyle, even though it's why I have a ring and I have a lot of respect for him and I respect what San Francisco has been able to build to get back there again now. And so, you know, look no further than Kyle Shanahan. You want to talk about your, your happiest dream and your, your worst nightmare. It's the same opportunity. And, um, he's had a couple nightmares here and like the Annie just gets up when you go a third time as a coach. And, you know, I, I really feel for him, but, uh, but there's a lot on the line. Chris Long here on the Rich Eisen Show. Super Bowl 58 comes down to what, do you think? Uh, I think it comes down to Spags against Shanahan. I mean, I don't want to be cliche here. I think Andy Reid's got the advantage over Steve Wilkes. I think they're going to be able to run the football. I think the quarterback position, you've got the advantage over Purdy. Um, I think the offensive line, um, especially for San Francisco, being able to hold up in protection, 
Um, obviously, getting to Mahomes with four is a, is a key. I think they'll be up to that task. Um, I don't think it's going to be like the Tampa Bay Super Bowl where they had guys down. And like we said before the game, like this is a, a bad deal for Kansas City. I think it's Kansas City, and I think Kansas City is going to be able to run the football. Um, but I do think the Spags and Shanahan chess match is going to be huge. And if Shanahan can find a way to win that chess match, then they've got a chance to stay in this game. But I think it's going to be very interesting because Kansas City has the backers that can match up in the middle of the field. They have the cover guys outside. Um, we've said all year, I thought they had the best defense in the league. People people scoffed at you at different points in the year because we got out of our, over, over our skis on some defenses. But when you've got a coordinator like this and you have a dynamic uh, interior rusher and you've got shut down, lock down guys outside, versatile guys that can play inside out, great linebackers. Willie Gay is going to be healthy. I feel like it comes down to that. It's it's Spags winning that battle against Kyle Shanahan. Not to say Kyle's not going to have a good day and he's going to get his plays, but I think it comes down to that matchup. So then who who are the weapons that Shanahan can exploit somehow against that defense? Like, let's drill down a little deeper here. What do you I think? Would get, I, would get, I would try to get matchups, you know, a Kittle matchup that might be advantageous here or there would be great. I mean, like, um, I still think he's a, he's a crazy mismatch. If you can get Debo in motion, try to dictate some of your matchups. I also think like if you run the ball with authority, which is something they've been able to do at different turns this year. I mean, like that's what they, their, their whole deal is built up that run game. So if you're Kansas city, can you play the edge the way you played the edge against Miami, for instance, because I thought their game plan against Miami in both games was, hey, we're going to be aggressive and take away perimeter run game. And then we're going to disguise late on third down and in passing situations, try to confuse Brock Purdy and that sort of thing. It worked against Tua. It worked stopping the edge run game against Miami. That's the key. If they can stop the edge run game. So if you look at certain matchups, I look at these edge guys like Karloftis and them without Omenahu, who was a really yeah. a force for them towards ACL. Those edge guys have got to play big. And I think the corners got to play big and aggressive. You know, if, if, if those guys can play big in the flat, make these guys run, run the ball into the teeth of the defense a little bit more. And maybe that's what San Francisco says they want to do is like, we're just going to jam it up the middle. Um, I think it comes down to matchups in the passing game. San Francisco dictating those matchups if they can with pre-snap motion, that sort of stuff. And then, uh, and then it comes to the edge run game. Cause if they, they take that away, it's going to be hard for San Francisco and the disguises. Well, I mean, obviously personnel's different, but isn't the Miami run scheme is similar to San Francisco's. I mean, McDaniel basically helped scheme it up for Shanahan before taking off to, become his own HC in, in Miami, right, Chris? Yeah, I think the run game, I mean, you look at Miami's run game, when they're really dynamic and when they're on the ball, like um, they're just fast to the edge. So, I mean, they're so fast to the edge, and they've got backs who are kind of interchangeable. I mean, Mostert's been been great, but like also A-Chan and, and those guys. Like So it kind of reminds you of a mini like San Francisco situation. I don't think the quarterback's quite as good, but – um, in Miami. Um, but I think San Francisco, they've got a tight end, which is a big difference over Miami. Who's decided to go with like Durham Smythe. And I'm not saying he's a bad player. I just think George Kittle is like a real plus. So you've got that real plus as the blocker, which makes your edge 
run game that much more dynamic. So like, yeah, you can compare Miami, like the, the bones of it are the same, you know, where, you know, what, what's, what comes off of the edge run game is the play action and that sort of stuff and that West coast based stuff. But I think the big difference is George Kittle in the run game. You know, I talked about him as a mismatch in the past game, depending on who he's, he's up against, but yeah. He's a mismatch for a defensive end in the in the run game. And if he can abuse dudes on the edge, then he can be a differentiating factor that a Miami didn't have in that matchup. Hmm. Did you say you you'd give Purdy the edge at quarterback over Tua? Did I hear that? Oh one? yeah. You? You? Yeah, I, I listen, uh, but Tua was an MVP candidate pretty much uh, through through the middle of November. You know what I mean? Like um, So? Okay. Okay. I hear you. How did he play when he played good teams? I know you've been down on Miami all year. Chris. No, I mean, but you know, like I, I, does anybody on set, would anybody on set take two over Purdy? I, I didn't take it here. Chris? No. TJ? Yeah. You would take two over Purdy. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I might just be taking the opposite argument too. So well, he was. He also didn't live up to the moment on Paramount Mountain on that commercial as well. <laughs> that you know, commercial that. was crazy. It That's was good. like. It, I mean, it was crazy because, like, I hate I hate that the narrative is, even though I've, I've perpetuated it, that the, <laughs> to a the moment's too big. No, the How moment's about too having, big. Yeah. <laughs> having Patrick love, Stewart saying you're not up to the moment. Tua seems like an awesome dude, and he's been a, he's had some awesome success. But, like, right. you know, if you want to talk about Purdy, now Purdy's been imperfect on this run, but the thing that I think separates Purdy from other quarterbacks, and Cam's had this conversation in a lot mm-hmm. of different ways, but. But if the play lasts two and a half seconds, who you got? Tua or Purdy? Tua, right? Two and a half seconds? No? Uh, oh, I'm saying over two and a half seconds. Oh, two and a half seconds. I thought you said if it lasts just two and a half seconds. Yeah. No, I didn't say back, two, two. Back, okay. Two, two and a, oh, two, over two, two and, and a half, half seconds. seconds. Yeah, sure, Purdy, of course. Sure. No, no, I, uh, Pur- Purdy I can, Purdy can, oh, sure. Purdy can cre- he can create. And I think, I think like, oh, yeah. listen, I know there's a lot of people that, that, that take in certain things away from Purdy and I get it. Cause a lot of times in this business, we get so tired of hearing something. A lot of our takes, if we're not careful are like narrative reactionary, you know, like, like we're so tired of hearing about something that we lash out and overdo our take overcook the take. And I think some people have gotten a little down on Purdy a little bit much, right? I, I think it's perfectly okay to be like the guy's a top 10 quarterback. He's not elite. And that's all I'll take that guy any day. Right. Like, but the polarity of the conversation where some people want to be top three because the stats say that. And then some people want to be, you know, a bottom 10 quarterback because of the surroundings, like you're going to hold that against them. I think the guy's a good player. I think he's a good player, but the guy on the other sideline is an alpha. <laughs> Not just any alpha, like maybe uh, the the greatest of all alphas. Like he's up there. He's on the Mount Rushmore of alphas. I mean, there's no. He's got a chance. No he's doubt. got a chance, man. No, there's no I, doubt. I love I love watching Patrick Mahomes play. It's, he gives me an opportunity to be a fan. I don't get to do that a lot. Like you get so bogged down in this. You know. You know what I mean, Rich? Oh yeah. You know, it's absolutely like to get to be a fan. Anytime I watch Patrick Mahomes, it's easy to be a fan. Well, I mean, and here's here's the bottom line, Chris Long. I mean, last year, Purdy blows his arm out uh, just halfway through the first quarter of the NFC Championship game, and we're wondering all season long, 
you know, all offseason long if he's going to come back and still be even the, a similar quarterback to last year. Not only is he, but he answers the question of can he get them even further? The answer is yes. Now, obviously, it's yes. a team game, but he's here. They're, they're there. They're, they're in Vegas. They're going to play this thing. And uh, anything can obviously happen in four quarters of a Super Bowl. So all comes down to it. You're still leaning Chiefs. Do I mark you down? Because you're the first guest of our Super Bowl week's worth of programs. So uh, yeah, you're I'll, first I'll up go, here. I'll go, I'll go Chiefs 27-21. Uh, okay. Ooh. So it's a tight one. It's a tight one. You think this is a, uh, a one-score game and Kansas City wins it. Over. And then... I mean, my. Oh, yeah, the over. I heard somebody say over. I think it's over. That's Chris. No, not me. I don't. No, the game would be over if oh, they have oh, more right, points. No, I, I think it. it's than going over. San total. Francisco. Okay. I think it's going what over. Is the, what is the total uh, as we uh, currently it, sit here? What is it? Was it was like 47 and a half last time I checked, but I've taken the weekend off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And do you think there's. Uh, 47 and a half. So. Okay. Although it's up to two and a half Ooh. now. Chris, you see that? The Niners, two and a half? Well, I can't wait to to, to put that. some more on Kansas City. I mean, <laughs> listen, and the Niners could win this game. I don't want to come off as yeah. dismissive or disrespectful. Like, listen, I, the thing that frames this entire conversation is these two teams have done the impossible. Because I've been there twice, been on the rides, right? Like, the in, insanity of getting together your first team meeting in, in August and saying we're going to be playing in February. And there's 31 other teams, and they're all battling for the same thing. To be one of those two teams, it's incredible. And the reward for getting there is your life could be ruined or it could be made. No biggie. No biggie. No, no, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. It's just stuff like legacies and memories and feelings and fans. And, oh, my gosh, it's as big as it gets. There's no doubt about it. Oh, all right, Chris. Um, who's on your pod this week? What's your What are your Super Bowl shows looking like in Vegas? So we got a lot of people. We're partnering with Toyota, not to get corporate here, but Go we are it. partnering with Toyota. Okay. Um, it's my favorite kind of truck on the road. There, Rich. I drive a Tundra. Okay. Um, anyways, we're uh, we're going to be on at the media center um, at their Tacoma kind of studio. There, we okay. got a Tacoma. I've always wanted a truck in my studio. We're going to be the only podcast in America possibly that actually does a podcast from inside a motor vehicle that 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 moves um, <laughs> yeah. right. so we're, we're really looking forward to uh <laughs> to cramming in that that uh tacoma and doing some content we got a lot of people coming through you know it's gonna be fun you know how it is on on radio row you just never know you just you just you're like hey cam newton come over here yes grab you for 15 minutes stuff like that i'm hoping that's what happens we'll, well see well i mean uh if he shows up just don't be a podcast manager be a podcast yeah, changer, not. Chris. Be a podcast changer, which you are. Don't I, don't forget, yes. Brock Purdy is a, is a game executive. Oh, that's right. Very good. I forgot. Let me write that down so I can remember that. Yeah, Chris, you're the yeah. man. Uh, we'll speak next Monday, and we'll know. We'll have a full-on conversation about what we're about to see. You're the best. No question, buddy. See you're, ya. You are the best. Greenlight with that's podcast. Uh, Greenlight uh, with uh, Chris Long, podcast host right there on the Rich Eisen Show. Put them down for the Chiefs, Chris. Yeah, I got it. That's one. I'm going to keep track. Uh, Stone Street will be two. That's true. Let's see what Van Pelt is in 16 minutes' time. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We'll have a conversation with anybody that wants to have one. <laughs> We're not discerning. That's coming up. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. 
And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is done. It's in the can, as they say, in the Hollywood business. It is. There is a young lady out there who has caught Kelsey as we are currently standing here. Yes. Sitting here. Um, and and all she has is just the promise. We'll see if we can work this thing out. And a TV show. I mean, the show's okay, great. Yeah, you know, this whole thing that she'll be on E. Uh, last question on this subject before we take a break. We'll come back talk some football. Did you did you tell Andy Reid I'm doing this thing? We had a conversation. Um, you know, that's a touchy subject, Rich. And uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like I represented the Chiefs in a in a, in a, in a very well mannered. I mean, I'm not. I'm not the crazy out like out of control guy on on camera. I'm very uh, respectful. Polite, respectful. respectful. Yeah, my parents raised me right in Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio. So it's it was one of those things where I had to show everyone show everyone around the world that you know I am a a well mannered up like guy. I'm not just this crazy football player. So did you say to Andy, I've got 50 women in the Coliseum and I speed date them down to 20 and then I stick them in a in a mansion and then speed date all of them, sometimes one f with me and five other women at a time and then boil it down, the time is yours? And then just sit there and say that to Andy? Did you say that? No, no, I, I obviously, no, I didn't tell him that. So I saw my had opportunity on TV. <laughs> So is hey, Andy uh, learning right now coach, what coach, catching Kelsey's coach, really got, all about? I got an opportunity on TV. Do you mind? The time and is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I love you, coach. <laughs> love you. Wow. Wow. I know, right? That's insane. Eight years ago this this summer. Eight wow. years ago. Now he's a... Uh, he is a... Uh, Kelsey's been caught. I was saying he's come up. And Kelsey's <laughs> Kelsey's caught Jerry Rice too. 
Man, Unbelievable. Man, that, what that kid has amazing. turned into. Truly, he was a child there. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, wanting to remind you that you can stream the Super Bowl on Westwood One for free, sponsored by OWN. You could stream every Westwood One broadcast live on the NFL app. You can ask Alexa, hey, open up Westwood One Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner, on the call for the big game, stream it for free and get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone restrictions apply. So I guess they put natural grass turf on top of the AstroTurf at the UNLV practice field and the it's Niners red. aren't happy with Not it. Not firm enough. So where are they going to go? They're going they're going somewhere else? Or you just find something hmm. in the area? You know what they're doing for the game is they are they're they're having the 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 turf was grown in California. Yeah, and they drove it out. Drove it out. They yeah. trucked it out. Yeah, I saw that. And it's on a tray, and they're just going to stick the tray right inside Allegiant in time for the game on Sunday. Yep. Eight and a half hours I'll be uh, pre-gaming, and I I just always love looking over my shoulder and seeing uh, George Toma, the sod god, out there looking at every inch of the grass. And last year the grass was. A significant story. Guy slipping all over the place. Yep. So we'll see about that. What'd you think about what Chris Long had to say? That it's about the chess match between Kyle Shanahan scheming it up and, and Steve Spagnolo. Because he thinks that Andy Reid's going to have a, a scheming advantage on, on Steve Wilkes, the, the defensive coordinator of San Francisco. Yeah, the Niners. They D, should be able to yeah. run the football. Yep. Niners D has given up some yards. They've given up some points. Um, Chiefs D has been obviously amazing. But, you know, teams have shown that they, they can run on the Chiefs D. I think we're going to be looking at a big McCaffrey game on the ground. You know what? That is a, a guy we just don't talk about very should, much. He should be the MVP of the league. Uh, and, and it opinion, is nuts that but. that, that – we're not we don't even mention him. Somebody who is an MVP candidate and an offensive player of the year candidate. Finalist in both categories. And he's not a quarterback. And I just said we're not talking about him enough. Because Christian McCaffrey, this is his Super Bowl moment. This is it for him, right? Oh yeah. And this is his time to go out and shine. What if he shows up and he's like, okay, I know about Mahomes, I know about Kelsey, and everybody's talking about Debo, and everybody's talking about whether my quarterback's good enough, this, that, the other thing. What if Christian McCaffrey shows up and just totally balls out? Because this guy is a complete difference maker. Since showing up, he is just unbelievable. You know, we're the only players in NFL history to average 110 or more scrimmage yards per game in both the regular season and playoffs. Marshall? Nope. The guy won two Super Bowls for his current coach's dad and won it with his dad, Terrell Davis. CD, yeah. Wow. Two Super Bowls playing with Ed McCaffrey. And for Mike Shanahan, that's it. You know, 
the only people with more games in a row with 50 or more scrimmage yards and one or more scrimmage touchdowns to start a playoff career in the history of the NFL. Because McCaffrey's had exactly that in six career playoff games. His first six. He's the third player in NFL history to begin a playoff career with six straight such games. Because he had 90 rush yards and two touchdowns and 42 receiving yards in the NFC Championship game against Detroit. And 98 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns and 30 receiving yards against Green Bay. Nuts. Six in a row. The only ones more are Terrell Davis and Marcus Allen. Yeah, he's a monster. <laughs> and and in his previous, you know, games, four of his five playoff games of the 49ers, he's been killing it. Why not now? Because if he does it, then everything else that we're talking about, oh, Mahomes this, and I started the whole show talking about how Mahomes is one of the best coming back and how this may be the worst, you know, Kansas City team that he's 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 taken to a Super Bowl on the offensive side of the football, I guess I should have said, beginning. This guy, McCaffrey, could just flip the script. Just turn it on, get a crease, and be so difficult to stop that the Chiefs are crying uncle by the end of the game. Entirely possible. Run it right behind Trent Williams, who's been waiting for this moment his entire career, and Kittle, and just start punking people. Because the Niners, without... Christian McCaffrey, including playoffs under Kyle Shanahan, their record is 46 and 48. With McCaffrey, 26 and 6. 20 over. With, I'll do the math for you, 5.1 more points per game. All right, Christian McCaffrey. All right, 2 3. We see you. Here we go. That's one way through for the Niners. Hour two coming up. I could go on and on with him, too, man. Marcus Allen, Terrell Davis, and McCaffrey. They, and then throw Ma- Marshall Falk in there. Just one stat after another. Unbelievable, dude. McCaffrey's first career, games with the f- first career game with the 49ers was against Kansas City. Only game with San Francisco that McCaffrey didn't start. They lost that one in a route oh, last yeah, season. Okay. Two years ago, right? Last year? He just got traded there last year. Yeah, dude. <laughs> feels like he's there forever. It does feel like he's been yeah. there forever. I know. Wait, you mean they didn't draft him? He ended up playing quarterback for him in the NFC Championship game because everything went totally haywire. That was wild. You let all running backs with seven receiving touchdowns and 31 receiving first downs in 2023. He led the NFL in touches, scrimmage yards, and scrimmage touchdowns in 2023. Career-high 1,459 rush yards in 2023. He's the guy to do it. And I'm sure they're circling 23. And I'm sure he's just like, screw that circle. Here we go. Oh, my God. I can't wait for it. I'm just typing it. I feel like a hype man right now. I mean... (laughs) It's the Super Bowl. There's, we got four more days of it. We don't need hype, but let's we got, go. We got two more hours and four more days of it. I'm in. <laughs> Rich Flavor Flav Eines. That's Eines. me. What? Let's go. That's me. Yeah! Let's go. <laughs> Hour number two. Coming up, Scott Van Pelt, the magical Van Peasy, fresh back from the Pro Bowl. Yeah, boy.